You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, it is Monday. It is Cash the Ticket. We are back. We are live. We are not in separate places or on laptops. We are back in the studio. Jim Costa, Mike Valeni. Jimmy, what's going on, buddy? Uh, you know what? This weekend fucking sucked. We, we were able to rally right, a nice bit. nice to talk to everybody. Well, I'm just saying, let's acknowledge what it is. Yeah, it done. sucked. I know. I we, know. We rallied a little on Friday and Saturday, but you can't, you can't undo what happened on Thursday. No. We build it up all year, first day of March Madness, and Mike, it was 0 for 5 on the Unity plays. We each had separate plays, couldn't buy a bet. No, it just, I mean, I signed myself out. I mean, I, I, I basically got to a point Thursday where I go, okay, uh, we'll see you again tomorrow. And look, I mean, FAU was good. The BGB, we'll get to it later. Uh, that hit, positive. I know you handed out Fairleigh Dickinson to the socials, which is good, but Let's just drill down on yeah. March Madness to March Sadness. That's what it was. I still can't figure out how I ended up the way I did. We're like, case in point, Utah State against one of the worst defensive teams in the tournament. Utah State is their worst shooting day of the year. I can't handicap that. Mm-hmm. And Missouri, who can't score in a brothel <clears throat> from, from deep, can't miss. And you're like, all right, well, my bad. Um, I just ended up Really just wrong. Just like Virginia up 12 cruising. I'm like, okay, this is good. This is good. Everyone got suckered with Furman. Oh, wait. Full loss of sanity into, I don't even know what that last play was. Like even San Diego State, a game I hit, I didn't deserve. No. I didn't deserve that. You did. Well, I, you know, I had Charleston. So we, we flip-flopped on those two five twelve. Yeah, you deserve to win the Charleston game. And I didn't deserve to, to say, win the Furman game. No. <laughs> But, it, but but in the end, we ended up nowhere. I just, guys, I don't know what to tell you. I'm sure you're going to tell us some stuff because there's always a Tom, Dick, and Harry who rises up when things don't go well. Oh, uh, we'll like, get to it in the mailbag. It's there. Look, what I would say, Thursday was a total disaster. Friday, we did a little better. 2-0 and on Unity Plays on Friday, yeah. whether it was MSU, the BGB, yep. or FAU later in the day, picking up a win at the end of Friday night. Yeah, BGB's 10-1 and now, so that's good. But, like, Jimmy... Between, even, even if you bet extra on the BGB. Oh, it doesn't matter. It <laughs> I got killed. I got killed. I, I almost disassociated myself. Um, I mean, Friday, I will tell you, like, this is between Friday and Saturday. Uh, and full disclosure, I didn't bet yesterday. I wanted no part of it. When the entertainment is gone for me and you're just filled with frustration and anger, you have to have the self-control to say, this isn't fun. I'm not doing it. 
So, no, I signed myself out. I wanted no party yesterday. Saturday, what killed me was twofold. And one of them, we died together. Yeah. Which was Texas. Uh, come on, four-point no, no, swing no, in the no, final no. minute. No, it's not a four-point swing. It's a four-point play from 30 feet away after Texas misses the front end well, the of front a one-and-one and one exactly. up by nine. So it's a five-point swing. Maybe what a six-point swing. Right, it's, it's in a game where the spread's five-and-a-half, and they end up winning by five. All you got to do is not follow there. Why are you following? You're up by nine. It's insanity. So the point is that bad beat, and I'll give you the other one. And I still can't believe what I watched. I had Auburn plus the five-and-a-half <laughs> against Houston. I'm so happy I didn't get involved in that game. I'm up 10 at the half, getting five and a half. Yeah. What I proceeded to watch in the second half, I don't know that I'll ever recover from. They made three baskets the entire second half. Couldn't buy a free And throw. they went a whopping. It was like 12 of 31 from the line. Your live text updates? Another miss. Another miss. 12 of 27. 12 of 28. 12 of 29. I couldn't believe it. And I'm like, oh my God. Not only are they not going to win, I don't think I'm covering five and a half. By the end of the game, How? they're getting blown out. How? Do you know the loss that, that really killed us, though? What? Like the crew that I was out there with, not yeah. only the show, but some buddies? Drake. I will refrain. I was on the other side of it. I you felt for you. All right. So we, I leaned on the podcast, and then live got them four and a half. Okay. And they overcame a couple runs, so there were a couple buy windows Here's for Miami. But, but Drake's too experienced of a team to melt down like Drake's that. Drake's up eight with five minutes to go, and I'm yep. getting two and a half. Yep. Okay? And I'll just tell you, there was a group parlay, and we were ready to make north of five grand. Oh. And that game? Their best, that was the last game. Their best player, Van Ness, or whatever his name is, best shooter in the MVC, Best player in the MVC, one for 13 on the night, shoots two air balls in the final five minutes. The game ends on a 16 to one run. And I'm sitting there and I'm going, not only is Drake not going to win, oh my God, we're not going to cover. And again, I asked, the, I asked the guys, I said, look, who wants to hedge? Raise your hand. I go, now here's what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to post somebody up at the book. And jump on it. And call you because you can't live bet. It's not like being in Michigan. Oh, oh, I didn't realize that. If you're going to live bet, you have to open an account in oh. Nevada. You have to go to the kiosk. You have to fund it. Come on. And the guys are like, fuck no. You love Drake. See, this is where I feel guilty is people look at me and they're like, and I'm like, guys, don't just go with what I want. Like that's, I go, yes, I like Drake. I go, but if you want to hedge, we can place a bet on Miami. And they're like, fuck that. Let's go for Stay it. Stay in. I go, yeah. Okay. And that well, you, Drake beat, I just couldn't believe what I was watching. Well, and you you should have won. I mean, if Miami's best player doesn't show up, you should absolutely win the game. And he didn't. He didn't show up. Wong was like a non-factor. Right. And Omir, Norchad Nor, uh, Omir played, but it's not like yeah. he was fabulous. Dominant or anything. But I'm just like, it's it didn't matter if I got the original line of four and a half. How are you up eight with five minutes to go? And the game ends on a 16 to one run. What am I, what? What did I watch? Help me. There were a ton of bad beats, and I'm happy you stayed away Sunday because you could have got burned by the I Zags late on that game. I would have bet Gonzaga in the late window against I would have lost on Tennessee. I, excuse me. I would have lost on Kentucky. I bet Duke live money line at the half lost on Duke. I mean, it was a wasteland. Yeah, there's a couple I would silver have lost linings. On TCU. We could, yeah. You know I would have because I'm in the Mikey Miles fan club, and I yeah. think Gonzaga's fake. Jim, that beat, I feel for anyone. Who had TC? Who had Gonzaga? Yeah. laying the points at the very end. That is, or no, I would have won with TCU. You would have won with TCU. I apologize, but 
I felt like even though we stabilized with a two and zero Friday, and, and I was two and two Saturday on the pod picks. I picked up a couple. I did bet Sunday. I took your Spartans, and we'll get to them in a second in the look ahead. Yeah, I took Miami because I felt like Wong was going to bounce back. But I'm not saying this to brag. I'm saying I did that, and it still didn't matter because this tournament was March Sadness. It was awful. And look, it's like I said on the hotel episode. I just I knew it. I knew what was coming. We were too hot. We crushed it down the stretch. We built the bankroll, and I go watch. I'm going to go to Vegas. Flush. Fucking slaughtered. And that's what happened. I mean, it's just, it's why, it's how they stay open. Regression is not always going to be this linear thing. And I, yeah, Thursday, Thursday just set the whole thing off kilter. We hit the iceberg right at the start and there was no patch in the hull. And then I couldn't get, I couldn't wait to get on the fucking plane Saturday. But part of that is, you know, we need to be better. So do people. Yeah. Can we just talk about something real quick? Yeah, please. And I don't care where you're at. All right, you can do March Madness at Circa, the D. You can do March Madness at Cosmo. You can do it at Wynn. You can do whatever you like. Sure. People, we need to be better. What did you see? (laughs) We've lost fucking cabin pressure. I've been going to March Madness in Vegas. First time I went was 07. So 16 years. Yeah, 15, 16 years. And it used to be... I'm going out to March Madness. I buy a plane ticket. I stay at a hotel. No big deal. Mm -hmm. Like the prices weren't crazy. You planned for it. You went. You had a good time. You could get a seat at the book. You could enjoy yourself. Well, it's gotten to now is you have to plan it like the Kentucky Derby. The airfares are stupid. The hotel prices are stupid. No disrespect to anybody. And you basically have to sell your dick to get a seat at a sports book. Now, look, we're blessed. We have a client. So, like, we have a – that's not – but that's not the normal experience. The point I'm making is people. Something has happened in this country post-COVID where this has turned into one giant episode of Jerry Springer. I mean, the shit that you see defies logic. I watched a guy my father's age miss a step on the escalator and go flying upwards. Drink gone. Escalator moving He's on was he okay? face, knee, corpse moving up the oh, escalator. Oh, no, it's like comical. It's like out of a cartoon. And I'm sitting at the bottom of the thing, and I'm going, if I ever saw my father do that, the respect I would lose for my father would be immense. This dude was zombie mode. Oh, so was he drunk? Oh, hammered. Was he, okay, yeah. hammered. He was staggering, getting on. I knew he was a, a flight risk. Had a guy slumped over a slot machine. Had a guy near our broadcast passed out clutching a bottle. It's 10 a.m. You got adults wearing pajamas. You got you got fucking people pilled out of their mind. Weed is everywhere. And I don't begrudge anyone no. who wants a little puff. Do your thing. But my point is, you, it is, if you've watched The Walking Dead, I felt like Rick Grimes riding into Atlanta. If you know what I'm saying, you get it. If you don't, go watch the series. What, Even just the first episode. But where have we gone to people getting together, having some drinks, having a nice dinner, watching the game, people go out of their fucking minds. Can I ask a question, and don't take this the wrong way. Are you old? Or, or, so. or is this just the like the the collapse of society around All right, here's us. what I would compare it to. Like, because, I mean, guys being drunk watching games is fine, nah, right? Now, was this like another level? This is another level, and it doesn't matter where you are. I knew a group of people who were staying up at the win. They're celebrating someone's birthday and March Madness. Yeah. And we were just texting back and forth. And I'm like, hey, set the scene because it's it's pretty fucked up. 
what's going on here. And they're like, dude, police, fights, people passed out. I go, yeah, I'm not down for this. Here's what I compare it to. I never got to go on spring break as a kid. I didn't. Didn't have the money. It just wasn't, you know, mommy and daddy weren't going to send me to South Beach. Mm -hmm. Have you seen what, what spring break has become in South Beach? Murders on Ocean Drive. Ocean Drive in fucking South Beach. The mayor, multiple years in a row, has had to set a curfew because it's fucking pandemonium. Lunacy, yeah. Dude, I'm it's just like telling. the purge. We, yes, we need to be better on our picks. Got it. We need to be better as people as because society. shit is fucked. And I just, I, 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 my dad called me because, like, I brought my dad out to out to Vegas a couple times. Yeah. Um, and I said, hey, do you want to come out this year? He goes, no, nah, I'm done. I go, what do you mean? He goes, I don't want to be around people. I go, all right, dad, I, I feel you. Like, I took my dad to a beautiful dinner last year, just me and him. I didn't want nobody, nobody from the show, no disrespect. I didn't want to deal with any clients. It was just me and my pops. And I took him to a very, very nice restaurant that has a dress code. All right, you're going for a night out. Sure. The motherfucker next to me is in sweatpants. I go, I, I, what, are, what are we fucking doing? What are we doing here? No offense, you want to wear your fucking sweatpants? There's a million restaurants you can go to. Right. This is not one. But the problem is this. The places. They don't stack up to the people. They can't. Because if they do, they won't be in business. They get the nasty social media reviews. Bang. Photos. Bang. Someone on TikTok bashing their business. Goes viral. Cookies. Step back. Also, bang. Society has fallen off a fucking cliff. Like, I, hey, man. I'm all down with casual. I went out to dinner one night, backwards hat, yeah. zip up, enjoy myself. Place and time, time and place. Jim, I'm telling you, the thought, like I've never even seen my dad drunk. It doesn't happen. Let alone fall up an escalator drunk. Can you imagine if I had to pick my dad up at a slot machine? Come Passed on, out. Come on, dad, let's go to bed. I mean, what the fuck is this? Then you get the young people... And it's just blast off at 9 a.m. And I'm going, well, How well, much is St. Patrick's Day weekend? You fuel that into this whole I thing? I don't care. Okay. I'm done. No, I'm, I'm not just, trying to defend, like, idiots. I'm just, I wasn't there. I'm just trying to see where the line is because you're you're describing walking dead, zombies, was. people who are not able to control themselves. 100%. Because that's the thing. I wouldn't have fun. Like, I, I'm 30. I wouldn't have fun going there either if guys are falling over themselves. There's, yeah, I mean, we had we had one guy at the broadcast, and let's see, it was body odor, yeah. sweating, like he got baptized, looked like a glazed donut, and words were not his strong suit. Mm. Gone, 11 a.m. And I'm nice, I'll be nice to everybody, because like, those are the people that allow me to have the life that I have, but it's like, dude, what are you doing? Like, yeah. the first, the, it's like we've had one game today. You're not going to remember any of the rest. Yeah, listen. End of the day, we've all been there. Well, I've been there. Look, we, you, I'm sure you've been well, there. Look what you see End at of NFL the day, games. I get it. Look what you see at NFL games. Stabbings, beatings, yeah, bottles no. being broken, yeah. mothers getting punched. I people. mean, it's fucking insanity. People. It's people. So you want to say our pick's got to be better? You're right. <laughs> well, so do you. I mean, people, let's get it together a little bit. Fucking A. Like, I got no problem. You want to buy a round of shots, have a good time, get it. a little loose? Yeah. No problem. But you know what's funny? For a society who wants to get fucking offended over everything and cry that they're constantly aggrieved, it's the same people that want to run around like fucking animals. Yeah. And I don't care where you are, strip, downtown, anywhere in between. It's everywhere. It's spring break. It's the NFL games. It's the Kentucky Derby. You said something earlier. Post-COVID. Is oh. this like everybody who's just like, hey, pent up? 
Gotta let it out. Yeah, people haven't are, readjusted, haven't fallen back down to earth. People are different. Yeah. People don't give a fuck about nobody. You hold the door for somebody, I don't even say thank you. It's unbelievable. That's just what it is. And that is the state of society with Mike Valenti. Brought to you by a guy who was dog shit this weekend. Carry on. All right, you want to look ahead to some stuff this week? Yeah, tepidly. Tepidly, what, what, I do. What does tepidly mean? You got to get back in. I, you took your Sunday, you're back home. I know, but the problem feet is... Feet on the ground, anchored back into the soil. E. <laughs> okay, I'm sure. not telling you to bet the board, but let's go through some of these, All okay? Right, let's do it. So I, the first game... I'll give you four picks right off the rip. You don't want to go in order. You just want to <laughs> scatter shot. Okay, do your thing. <laughs> no, go Thursday. Go All on. right, we start with your Spartans. Minus a point and a half against Kansas State. Very interesting. Favored. Yeah, opened up Kansas State minus two. And unless you got a bite at the apple early, it swung immediately. Look, I... I don't think this state team is one of their better renditions, but what was impressive is they turned back the clock against Marquette. I mean, if I pull up the box score, and I rarely am a big box score guy, but to prove my point, they out-toughed Marquette. They, they did what MSU basketball used to do. We're going to guard you. We're going to shut you down. We're going to grab every rebound. We're going to make the big shots. MSU was 2 of 16 from deep. The number one, number two shooting team in America from deep. If you told me they were going to go 2 of 16, I'd go, we're losing by 15. Yeah, it's going to get ugly. But what did they do? Hit their free throws. Went 20 out of 23. Out-rebounded Marquette, plus Mm -hmm. 7. Offensive boards, plus 3. Here's the best part. Ready for this? Six fewer turnovers than a team that turns you over 25% of the time. And when you go to second-chance points, plus 7. Points in the paint, plus 16. Uh, Points off turnovers, plus 7. And State, look, they held the one of the five or six best offenses in America, what, under 60? What was the final score? I, 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 I think bl- they were at 60. I blacked this- out because I was having fun. Uh, <laughs> 69-60. Yeah. Um, it was a virtuoso performance. Now you go, all right, Izzo versus Tang. Come on. I mean, it's a coaching, coaching advantage to Izzo. K-State, I think it's going to be fascinating. Like I said, this is Madison Square Garden. It should be a pro-Sparty crowd. Also, Tyson Walker and Noel, the point guard from K-State, they know each other. They're both New York kids. I didn't realize that. They played against each other. So this would be a little bit of a grudge match. I like that. I think that benefits State for one reason. Tyson Walker is too much. He's too passive. Too passive, yes. When the dog comes out, he's really good. Well, it's, I've said this. If Hogard and Walker could be one point guard, be a hell of a point yeah. guard. Hogard's look, mentality with, with Walker, who's the better shooter, better passer. Yeah. That's the key, though. MSU's got the guards. Like, I don't, I don't know that we should be surprised by this. No, the they're issue, a good three-point shooting team. They got good guards. These are cliches, but they're cliches for a reason. You know this is funny? the stuff that wins in March. If you combine, here's what's interesting. So they make the Sweet 16. I'd argue they had the two worst shooting games of the year. So two of 16 against, um, uh, against Marquette. What were they against USC? They weren't very good. I think they only had four or five threes. So two of 16, and they went... Five of 14, so seven of 30. And they're in the Sweet 16. And they're in the Sweet 16. What happens if the shots start falling? You're going to go on a run. Okay. Then. I made a very small wager between games one and two for MSU for them to make the final four. We'll plus 1,000. It. It's a good bet. And I feel real good about it. I liked them against Marquette. And, and this is going to sound like I'm trying to take away from MSU. I loved their draw. Matchups matter in March. Sure they do. Great matchup against a guard-heavy USC team. Marquette didn't have anybody in the regular rotation over 6'9", and their point guard had an injury. 
Shaka Smart has been bouncing the opening round of the tournament half a dozen times. Like, it was a good draw. Who else is in their region? Purdue. Eh, they don't advance. What, what about Duke with some size? Duke with size. Two seven-footers. Eh, they're eliminated. So who's left? Kansas State with a turnover problem. And Tennessee with a Rick Barnes problem. This feels like a Michigan State Final Four team. By virtue of the region, and just so it doesn't get twisted, no, no, no. also virtue of how well they're playing on defense. Buddy, here's the thing. Like, you're nailing it. It's not taking away. Who you play matters. Now, again, there have been plenty of runs where MSU's beaten everyone. I mean, mm-hmm. to make the, the championship game uh, in Detroit in 09, 09 they beat yeah. two one seeds and face the third in the final. The, go back to 05. You can only beat, play who's in front of you. Yeah, it's not like some dream draw. I mean, fuck, Michigan didn't play a single-digit seed on their way to the final four. So, like, uh, yeah, again, that's not. Yeah, we deal with that more locally here. Everybody wants I to think fight the thing about it. That the key is, is look, you got to slow K-State down. I think they're top 70 in pace. I'm spitballing a little. Um, they do have two guys who at the end of the game can close it out. And it's the difference in why they won against Kentucky. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you've got, I mean, they got crushed on the boards, crushed on the glass. Yeah. I mean, if I'm Michigan State, I'm happy. I'm not facing well, Keontae, Keontae Johnson, the Florida transfer. He had a one. big three late in that game. And then Noel, Noel was the other. He, and he had the no look pass. I mean, they have two guys. I think those two guys. Well, the other one stars. too was, was Masood took the 40 footer and it yeah. went in. But yeah, I mean, you know what you're getting. Like, it's it's not some secret thing. I mean, K-State has a couple of nice players. I mean, Keontae Johnson's an NBA player at 6'6", 230, much mm-hmm. like Jerace Walker, kind of one of those freaky wing guys. And Noel is a undersized but big-time guard. Can MSU play the defense they played against Marquette? I think so. I mean, Michigan State can go three guards who all defend plus-plus. Well, and Aikens is really an unsung hero. There. Yep. That's- Aikens is going to probably get that draw. Yeah. And it's going to be on him to take one of those guys out. Yeah. Because hey. Hauser, God help us all on defense. <laughs> so do you have a lean on the game? Yeah, take Michigan State. I would too. And that's not a homer pick. A majority of the picks are on K-State. A majority of the money's on K-State. Oh, I love the this. Why'd the line go across the... Okay. Is this one that you bet today? I think you better get it before it goes to two or two and a half. I'm going to bet it right now. Okay. Get a live bet. Enter wager, place bet. Do-do-do. It's in. All right. Next game. Yeah. Arkansas, Musselman, shirtless. Can he coach the whole game shirtless, you think? I mean, it's plausible. He's in decent shape, too. Yeah, Good for him. Good for him. Plus three and a half against UConn. Everybody's trendy darling. Oh, oh. I gave you UConn to win the whole tournament as one of the teams that wasn't on your list. I got a future, too. I, I know. I'm just yeah. saying. Um, I mean, my boy Sonogo. I love him, man. Someone said he's modern-day Emeka Okafor. He's just a wrecking ball. What he did to Iona to close that game out. Thank God. That was one of the games I hit. Thank Christ. <laughs> like, he just, it was a one-man wrecking crew. It was almost like modern Shaq. Too big, too strong, just beasting people. The Arkansas matchup is very tough. Now, look, Arkansas just doesn't shoot it well, but yet here they are, and they're shooting it well. They've made a couple of lead eights. Musselman's no joke. How good was Davis against Kansas? Oh, my God. Uh, Well, again, you upset a one seed, the defending champs, one of the popular teams to win it all. It's like, it's not a fluke if you do it every year. And that was our best bet of the weekend. Yeah, you know, I am proud of that one. That was very on brand for us to take Arkansas in three and a half. And they win the game outright. It was mostly everything else that was a problem. Um, Look, here's what I would tell you. UConn with Hawkins and their guards, with Sonogo, that is something Arkansas, look, Arkansas is going to have to do the Havoc routine, right? But the problem is UConn, 
They're a really sound team. One of the better offenses, assist to turnover ratio. Like yeah. you, you can try to rattle them. They're a real good team. My thought would be a lean UConn, but I think that's going to be kind of trendy. I don't know what the numbers are. Part of me thinks it's a stay away. Well, right now, majority of both are on UConn. Not yeah. overwhelming. This is a tough one for me to pick, both for the UConn future, but also Arkansas might just have figured things out. And remember, all of their guards and wings are bringing you 6'6", 6'7", 6'8". And they go downhill. And and they're, they're coming at you. Um, this is kind of a stay away for me. Yeah, that's my thought. Stay away from this It's a game I can't wait to watch. Yep. Unfortunately, it's kind of staggered with MSU, so I'll have to catch the the back. Well, I mean, I'm not going to bullshit you. No, I know, but it's a classic. You you could do double monitor. You can catch up during half. Yeah. But, yeah. All right, in the next game, there's a little break. You can settle in for FAU and Tennessee. Florida Atlantic plus four and a half on Thursday FAU all day. Devil's number five and a half is what I've got. Okay. And no one's betting them. It's FAU. I don't and I get to go him. against Rick Barnes. I think Rick Barnes, Barnes is sucks. a favorite. And here's your problem for Tennessee. Now listen, they dragged Duke into the mud. Yep. They uglied it up. Here's the key. The deeper you go in the tournament, the more you're going to feel the loss of your point guard. And no Ziegler. FAU's got guards for days. They, they're deep. They play fast. They're experienced. You don't win 30 games by accident. I say they're like a 33-win team. Yeah, and, and I we, didn't, we, were, we were hip to them when the bracket came out. I don't think most of America yeah, was. Yeah, we had them against Memphis. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny. We did hit some games. I know that Thursday really hurt us, but it's, it's not, just You know what it is? It's like the first impression syndrome. I know. That's what we put out. Maybe for people who were new to the pod, didn't catch the run. We basically we showed like a up. bunch of jackasses. We showed up the, to the date with IBS, <laughs> and we didn't make it to the bathroom. It's like, yeah, like a great personality, good person. Right. If you... So if why you aren't, made you, it into the why aren't you seeing them again? <laughs> He's shit in my wine glass. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, like, that's that's what Thursday was. We shit in the Merlot. Um, I just, I don't like Rick Barnes. Okay, I think it's a play, Florida Atlantic. That's a let's my lean. And I, and I know we'll give official plays a little I later in the week. I kind of just wonder, can I get six and a half or seven by game time? Let, let Tennessee money come in. Because I don't think anyone's going to be betting FAU. No, like the Owls nine seed? But I like FAU. I do. I, I do, too. Gonzaga, UCLA. UCLA all day. Bruins are minus two and a half. Yeah, Gonzaga's a fraud. They struggled with Grand Canyon. They were in a tight one with TCU, didn't cover. UCLA is going to walk this thing up the floor. They're going to guard you. They're going to grind you. And I still, I do not believe that Gonzaga is a tough basketball team. And if you're going to beat UCLA, you got to be tough. You got to be mentally strong. You got to be physically strong. Uh, I, to me, this is, this is UCLA. Well, it's classic offense versus defense. Yep. And I'm impressed with UCLA because the question was when you lose Clark, their yep. best defensive player, yeah, Pac-12 defensive player of the year, how do you play? And the answer is flawlessly. Yeah, I mean, they, I know Northwestern kept it close. Let's give them some respect yeah, on they defense. They locked them down. Yeah. They had to lead the whole night. Yep. They played on their terms. And Mick Cronin is one of the most underrated coaches in America. He's been to a Final Four with some of these guys, with the guards in the backcourt. Right. Well, Tiger Tiger Williams. Campbell. Is, Campbell, he's been there for 17 years. Yep. That's and Hawk has the other guard. I mean, they, yeah. they, they, they have the guards, the defense, and they've weathered the storm yeah. with a major injury, and you're only given two and a half. Yeah, I just don't believe in Gonzaga. So I'm admitting some bias there. Uh, I think show me a team that's going to run UCLA off the floor. I, I don't see it. San Diego State's a five seed. They're getting seven and a half. They play a little defense, but they're going against a buzzsaw in Alabama. I mean, they weren't even challenged the opening weekend. I know. It's a tough number. 
It is. I mean, that's one we probably need to do a little more diligence on. I feel like everyone's going to be betting on Bama, and I wonder if by the time we record on Wednesday— Are we getting nine and a half? Yeah, I, I just—it's it, it's a hold for me because you're right. We've all tried to deny Bama. We've all said, well, there's too much going on. Then there's the weird Brandon Miller performance in, in game one where he doesn't score. They still win by 20. <laughs> the reality is it might be happening right in front of our face is that they're just the best team in America the whole way. It's kind of like Baylor a couple of years ago. Yeah. We wanted to say there's no way. Baylor's not a basketball school. Bama's right. a football school. Maybe Bama just is that crew. Now, yeah. I'm sure at some point they'll take this title away because that's just what it feels <laughs> like. Um, I want to wait. I want to see what this number does. It has moved from seven to eight in some shops. Okay, so I, I think we wait on it. I'd like to wait. SDSU is going to guard you. Um, I had him in round one. I had him in round two. Um, this might be where I need to get off the bus, but it's very hard to turn down the points. You don't have I to bet win. every game, but I think we sit on it if the number's oh, juicy Thursday. enough. You know what's funny? Thursday, I love the card. Friday, I hate the card. So this is the first game of Friday, San Diego State-Bama. The second game, Miami-Houston. Canes are getting six and a half. A one versus a five. I, I, I am, I will tell you, and it's great I didn't bet yesterday. I couldn't believe what they did to Indiana. Not that they won. They destroyed them. Well, Indiana's this Jekyll and Hyde team. I know. I Houston, think Houston's got the guards to swarm Miami. They do. Now, Sasser to start the game against Auburn looked immobile. But then he got in foul trouble. Now, as the game went on, he tailored his game a little bit. Now, explosion is not necessarily his bit, but it was the step back. It was the spot up. He was drilling some big shots. Um, they have depth. They have guards. They are going to guard you. Jerace Walker, I'll continue to say it. By the time the NBA draft comes around, guys, this kid's going to go in the top 10. He had seven block shots against Auburn. He was everywhere. I have a hard time believing Miami will stack with that. I like the fact that he's going to get a week to get some work on that groin. Um, I lean Houston here, but I also, let me admit bias, I'm a Houston guy. And you're not a Laranega guy. I am not. Everyone's on Miami. The number's already really? down from seven and a half to six and a half. I lean Wait. Houston, but I'm not ready to make a play. Yeah, I feel the same way. Princeton Creighton. Princeton's our Cinderella this year. It's amazing. Remember what I said on the— uh, Hey, by the way, thanks for Missouri. You played the game of your life when I bet against you. Then a game I don't touch, you don't show, you turn into a fucking pumpkin, <laughs> and you get taken to school by Princeton. Princeton, the team I said, hey— at least you'll just settle for being smarter and richer than everybody. No, they're also going to be a team that goes on a bit of a run here. Yeah. Is this where it ends? Plus nine and a half against Creighton. It's a lot of fucking points, man. Creighton is a team that if you typically pick them in your bracket, they let you down. This year, they're in the Sweet 16. How much further can you realistically expect of Creighton? I mean, with Kalkbrenner and the bigs they have, and they run their system. Um, look, I, I shied away a little bit from Creighton. Because they had lost the 8 of 11. I remember in round one, I wanted to bet them. You wanted NC State. I ended I stayed, up betting them. Lost. I, stay, I stayed away. You, you talked me out of it, and that's okay. I'm a little worried, again, point-wise. It's it's a big number. Is uh, it the biggest number? Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I can't lay 10. 
I mean, it's like last night. Who the fuck was laying 16 with FAU? No, that's... You can't do that. No. That's a lot of points, man. That's all I'll tell you. And look, I think you got to be a smart team, no pun intended, to beat Creighton. You got you to play straight because they're, they're going to capitalize on your errors. Princeton, all jokes aside, they're smart. They play responsible basketball. I mean, it's a lean with the points, and you know the public's going to be all over Creighton. Yep. Again, I love Thursday's card. I really don't like Friday. Yeah, I, as we're going through this, I'm feeling the same way. Last one, Xavier, Texas. I'm Xavier's not emotionally capable of talking about this game after what Texas did to me. Okay, but you're only given Texas three and a half as opposed to five and a half. Big difference, late game free throws. We learned that the hard way. I can't believe Xavier's doing what they're doing. I can't either. And if I could just for a second, the worst coaching moment of the opening weekend of the tournament, Kennesaw State, this team's rolling. And then Xavier gets hot. I think it was like a 15-0 and run. No timeouts from the Kennesaw State sideline. Your guys are gassed. Can you give them a breather while the other team heats up? Xavier is, if at nothing else, a streaky team. When they're hot, timeout. Come back from commercial. Hey, you know what we're going to do? Another timeout. We're going to do everything we can to slow them down. We got a big lead. And they melt down and lose at the end of the game. Okay. Xavier shouldn't be here, but they are. No. And again, they've overcome injury. Um, they've really put it together. Impressive performance against Pitt, too. It's yeah, but not Pitt like, should. I mean, come on. Hey, man, I'm just saying blowing people out in the tournament, that's not easy. I don't respect him, and I love Texas, so maybe I'm too close to this. After what Texas did to us the other day. I got how, the future to win it all. But I'm, how is your heart open to love after that? That's, I mean, that was, Jim, that that was one of the worst. Outside of the Gonzaga beat or, I mean, the Drake beat was bad. You know what? I don't want to talk about bad beats. My, my head hurts. I, I, I can't. It, it's all bad. But look, they lost Zach Fremantle. I just didn't think they'd be here. They, they stumbled down the, thre- the stretch. I think they were three and six without him. Is it a favorable draw? Are they now facing one of the three or four best teams in the tourney? I think they get got here. I think this is got until Friday. Okay. I am not emotionally ready. Now, Thursday, I gave you a few picks. Yeah. I got to charge my batteries for Friday. These are difficult games. The confidence is shaken. I really just want to sign myself out. I got to go to the Florida Derby here in a couple of weeks. I I need to get my engines back. I need to. Last week was sadness. I think we're going to end up titling this, Evan, March Sadness. I'm fine with that. Okay, and we'll give you a couple days to emotionally recharge. Thank you. Can I read some mailbag prompts? Please, yes. Let's hear the slander. Cashtheticketpodcast at gmail.com. Kyle sends us an email. Subject is, uh, with a bunch of H's. I've never lost so much money on March Madness on the opening day in my life. Holy shit, let's hope for a good Friday. His follow-up. Already time to adjust the betting Bible. So many fails. I mean, what do you want me to tell you? I don't bet with the public. And I don't take big favorites. Like, I just don't do it. I was on a couple of short dogs. They were dog shit. I mean, guys, this is what we talk about. 60% is your, your dream. Your dream. And for a while, we were flying at 70. It was a bad day. And it happened to be uh, highlighted because it's the opening day of March Madness. I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I look at certain bets, and I, I happen to pick a team on the day they had their worst game of the year. Or you have a terrible beat with Texas or a terrible beat with Drake. Guys, it's gambling. 
I wish it went better. I take it very serious. I was so mad. I got up at 5.30 in the morning on Friday, went to the gym in Vegas because I had a hard time sleeping because I was so angry about our Thursday and I felt bad. I felt bad for the people. Like, I'm not being a dick. I said this on the hotel episode. My life's going to go on regardless. I don't like losing money, but I'm not going to end up under a bridge. All right? But I was pissed. I take pride in what we do. I'm up at 5.30 like an asshole at the gym because of stupid bets, because of this podcast I do. You fucking kidding me? No, I'm not adjusting the Bible because over the long haul, it's what keeps you alive. Okay, this is going the other direction. I'm going to kind of go back and forth because Greg has our back. He says, gents, I appreciated Mike's concerns last week about the picks. Wants to do well for the people. He said, I, for one, do not care. (laughs) We are in this together. I'm in control of how much I bet. If I bet, I can do my own research if I have to. I trust you guys in your picks. I trust your instincts with various teams. I just want to tell you guys, we're in this together. We win and lose as a team when I follow your picks. You helped me win money earlier in the year. Uh, Don't worry about the idiots complaining. He says, appreciate the work you guys do. That's from Greg. Well, thank you, Greg. Look, we are a team on this. I mean, if you want to just, you know, be a dick, I mean, whatever. It's free country. Be a dick. I don't know what to tell you. Like, we do our best, man. And unlike a lot of these scuzz bucket pods or scumbags in the industry, like, I'm not sitting here telling you I'm a pro. I'm not charging you. You're not seeing Jim on some Instagram video going, 17 in a row, motherfucker, clients, cash big. That's not, that's not Jim. But to get to what you said, I gave out Fairleigh Dickinson at halftime against Purdue. It just felt like one of those games, right? They have a lead and it was plus 600. Some guys messaged me and said they got it at plus 800. Ooh. But guys, they, they tailed. We played it together. It was a fun way to wrap up Friday night and a lousy start to the tournament. Hell yeah. Gave out a plus 600 on social media. I want to give people stuff when I can. Very next day, I give out Duke Moneyline. I get beat up. Okay, guys, if you took the six to one the day before, we're doing okay. We're in this together. It's, that's the deal. David emails us, cash the ticket podcast at gmail.com. Subject is, we are all the same. You guys seem to be just as bad as the rest of us when it comes to March Madness. That's why it's called Madness. My new plan is to stick with who I like. Bama and Texas all the way and Sparty as long as possible. Good luck to all. Not mad at you. We were dominant in the regular season, but you're right. March Madness seems like... Uh... Just seems like the real equalizer, man. I'm really bummed out how that went. I feel bad. I really do. Email from John in New Baltimore. Evan is the best. Mike, not so much. Dot, dot, dot. Here's the email. Got talked into playing fantasy golf this year. Tourneys, stuff like that. Evan's picks have helped me tremendously. I ask that you share the wisdom a little earlier than last minute on Wednesday. Hey, you can't. Evan has a process, okay? (sighs) Don't. Let Evan work through it. He has like Monday stuff that he processes. Rest of the email says, also, I may need to fade anything Mike watches after 11 p.m. Mountain West showing this year was painful. It was bad. Maybe they look better when you're getting ready for bed. It was bad. Look, it was bad. <laughs> I mean, guys, I, here, I don't care. I'll be, I'll be a big Guido Pinata. Do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> I didn't hear anybody complaining when I was 22 and one in college ball. Like, I mean, guys. This is how it works. How the fuck do you think they stay open? You think we're just going to cruise along hitting 85%? Like, guys, we got our asses kicked on Thursday. We rebounded nicely. What do you want? Fuck, I know. Trust me, I signed myself out. 
I didn't even bet the night games on Friday. That's how bad I was for two days. I get it. Here's one more. I feel like a dog who's getting his nose rubbed I'm, in I'm, shit I'm here. I'm sorry. There's one more. That's, Fuck it. That, go ahead. I had some criticism. This is from Brian Metro. Um, he said, little disappointment. Mildly disappointed that the March Madness bracket breakdowns are just focusing on spreads. I appreciate you guys like making money, but is there a segment of the population that still lives on these brackets no matter how much you want to downplay it? So yeah, do your spread bracket breakdown, but why not take 10 minutes and just bomb through the brackets and who you think is going to win? Okay, we addressed it at the start. Brackets, some of you are still playing them out of obligation. But how's your bracket look right now with all the upsets? Destroyed. With Princeton and Fairleigh Dickinson, two one seeds are out, two two seeds are out. How's your bracket doing? It's destroyed. You would have liked us to rifle off 10 minutes worth of picks to throw it in the garbage, rip up your bracket, hit delete, delete, delete? Yeah, all I'll tell you, not to be a dick, uh, we're not catering to you. I can't be all things to all people. Yeah. This podcast is a sports betting pod, and realistically, yeah, you're, you may as well be 70, dude. No one's playing brackets. It doesn't matter. It's like why I don't do horse racing every day or horse racing every week, et cetera. So, people do want more of that, by the way. I'm not going to go through all those, but people well, are like, hey, don't, don't miss too many weeks. We're not. We like this stuff. You're not. I was out of town. I cut a pod from the goddamn hotel room to make sure you guys had stuff. I'm not telling you this to make you feel bad. I'm just passing along. People like what you're doing with the horse racing. It's supposed to be a moment of encouragement, Mike. I need a cocktail. People like the content. I need a fucking cocktail. Let's wrap on this. We will have content this week. Uh, Get Kenny back on some hockey picks. We'll have it. Well, uh, Kenny's on uh, on a cruise right oh, now. So oh, that's right. Never mind. Sit tight on that. I'll maybe I have a hockey player too this week. Oh, first power play point while smiling. No, I've, dro- I've dropped that whole deal. But I have something else I've been tinkering with. We may debut that. We'll have Evan on golf. Evan on golf, and we'll get to like official plays for this week's yeah. games. We'll lock in Wednesday and Friday. Uh, Friday will be nice because we'll know the matchups for Saturday. Yeah. Um, we'll have golf. Um, we are going to do a Masters Megapod when the time is right. I'll probably have some horse racing for you later in the week. And, yeah, I mean, we got to clean it up. That was a really rough first round. And if you if you crushed it, I'm happy for you. I don't spite anybody. But it's like, no shit, we didn't have a good Thursday. At least a BGB hit, and it's 10-1. and one. I mean, Kostelok and BGB both hit. So the games we felt the strongest about were winners. I'll take it. Friday, Saturday, and a little bit of sprinkled on Sunday for me. If it was just Friday, Saturday, Sunday, been fine. Been okay. Like we said, maybe 55%, you know, game here or there, you're on the right side of things. Thursday just fucking sucked. Is what it is. It sucks. We move and, on. Uh, yeah, we'll, do, we'll try to do better. We'll try to be better for you. I know we disappointed you. Uh, cash ticket podcast at gmail.com. You can keep the feedback coming. Keep the reviews coming too. Good, bad, ugly. Well, like we said earlier, with these people that bomb restaurants they hate and these businesses live off of ratings and reviews, it's a belief I have. Like, leave more positive reviews on businesses that you do like because these places are fighting an uphill battle as is. So we appreciate when you guys drop a five-star. Yeah, it's cool. A nice review. And you guys are pretty thoughtful in the stuff you write. So keep that stuff coming. We'll make it happen. We'll try to be better. Do the best we can on it. And whatever you do, don't be a moron. Make sure you're betting responsibly. Uh, that's why I signed myself out. Thank God I didn't bet Texas A&M for that reason because, <laughs> whoa, buddy. Then it just was cocktail time. Yeah. No more bets. All right. We'll talk to you guys on Wednesday. My, my head hurts. I, I, I can't. It, it's all bad. But look, they lost Zach Fremantle. I just didn't think they'd be here. They, they stumbled down the, thre- the stretch. I think they were three and six without him. Is it a favorable draw? Are they now facing one of the three or four best teams in the tourney? 
I think they get got here. I think well, this we've is got where, until this is, Friday. Okay. I, all right. I am not emotionally ready. Now, Thursday, I gave you a few picks. Yeah. You, I got to charge my batteries for Friday. These are okay. difficult okay. games. The confidence is shaken. I really just want to sign myself out. I got to go to the Florida Derby here in a couple of weeks. I, I need to get my engines back. I okay. need to. D- d- last week was sadness. I think we're going to end up titling this, Evan, March Sadness. I'm fine with that. Okay, and we'll give you a couple days to emotionally recharge. Thank you. Can I read some mailbag prompts? Please, yes. Let's hear the slander. Cashtheticketpodcast at gmail.com. Kyle sends us an email. Subject is, uh, with a bunch of H's. I've never lost so much money on March Madness on the opening day in my life. Holy shit, let's hope for a good Friday. His follow-up. Already time to adjust the betting Bible. So many fails. I mean, what do you want me to tell you? I don't bet with the public. And I don't take big favorites. Like, I just don't do it. I was on a couple of short dogs. They were dog shit. I mean, guys, it, this is what we talk about. 60% is your, your dream. Your dream. And for a while, we were flying at 70. It was a bad day. And it happened to be uh, highlighted because it's the opening day of March Madness. I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I look at certain bets, and I, I happen to pick a team on the day they had their worst game of the year. Or you have a terrible beat with Texas or a terrible beat with Drake. Guys, it's gambling. I wish it went better. I take it very serious. I was so mad. I got up at 5.30 in the morning on Friday, went to the gym in Vegas, because I had a hard time sleeping because I was so angry about our Thursday and I felt bad. I felt bad for the people. Like, I'm not being a dick. I said this on the hotel episode. My life's going to go on regardless. I don't like losing money, but I'm not going to end up under a bridge. All right? But I was pissed. I take pride in what we do. I'm up at 530 like an asshole at the gym because of stupid bets, because of this podcast I do. You fucking kidding me? No, I'm not adjusting the Bible because over the long haul, it's what keeps you alive. Okay, this is going the other direction. I'm going to kind of go back and forth because Greg has our back. He says, gents, I appreciated Mike's concerns last week about the picks. Wants to do well for the people. He said, I, for one, do not care. (laughs) We are in this together. I'm in control of how much I bet. If I bet, I can do my own research if I have to. I trust you guys in your picks. I trust your instincts with various teams. I just want to tell you guys, we're in this together. We win and lose as a team when I follow your picks. You helped me win money earlier in the year. Uh, Don't worry about the idiots complaining. He says, appreciate the work you guys do. That's from Greg. Well, thank you, Greg. Look, we are a team on this. I mean, if you want to just, you know, be a dick, I mean, whatever. It's free country. Be a dick. I don't know what to tell you. Like, we do our best, man. And unlike a lot of these scuzz bucket pods or scumbags in the industry, like, I'm not sitting here telling you I'm a pro. I'm not charging you. You're not seeing Jim on some Instagram video going, 17 in a row, motherfucker, clients, cash big. That's not, that's not Jim. But to get to what you said, I gave out Fairly Dickinson at halftime against Purdue. It just felt like one of those games, right? They have a lead and it was plus 600. Some guys messaged me and said they got it at plus 800. Ooh. But guys... They, they tailed. We played it together. It was a fun way to wrap up Friday night and a lousy start to the tournament. Hell yeah. Gave out a plus 600 on social media. I want to give people stuff when I can. Very next day, I give out Duke Moneyline. I get beat up. Okay, guys, if you took the 6-1 to one the day before, we're doing okay. 
We're in this together. It's, that's the deal. David emails us, cash the ticket podcast at gmail.com. Subject is, we are all the same. You guys seem to be just as bad as the rest of us when it comes to March Madness. That's why it's called Madness. My new plan is to stick with who I like. Bama and Texas all the way and Sparty as long as possible. Good luck to all. Not mad at you. We were dominant in the regular season, but you're right. March Madness seems like, uh, just seems like the real equalizer, man. I'm really bummed out how that went. I feel bad. I really do. Email from John in New Baltimore. Evan is the best. Mike, not so much, dot, dot, dot. Here's the email. Got talked into playing fantasy golf this year. Tourneys, stuff like that. Evan's picks have helped me tremendously. I ask that you share the wisdom a little earlier than last minute on Wednesday. Hey, you can't... Evan has a process, okay? (sighs) Don't let Evan work through it. He has like Monday stuff that he processes. Rest of the email says, also, I may need to fade anything Mike watches after 11 p.m. Mountain West showing this year was painful. It was bad. Maybe they look better when you're getting ready for bed. It was bad. (laughs) Look, it was bad. (laughs) I mean... Guys, I, here, I don't care. I'll be, I'll be a big Guido Pinata. Do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> I didn't hear anybody complaining when I was 22-1 and one in college ball. Like, I mean, guys, I know. this is how it works. How the fuck do you think they stay open? You think we're just going to cruise along hitting no. 85%? Like, guys, we got our asses kicked on Thursday. We rebounded nicely. What do you want? Fuck, I know. Trust me, I signed myself out. I didn't even bet the night games on Friday. That's how bad I was for two days. I get it. Here's one more. I feel like a dog who's getting his nose rubbed in shit here. I'm sorry. There's one more. Fuck it. Go ahead. I had some criticism. This is from Brian Metro. Um, He said, little disappointment. Mildly disappointed that the March Madness bracket breakdowns are just focusing on spreads. I appreciate you guys like making money, but is there a segment of the population that still lives on these brackets no matter how much you want to downplay it? So yeah, do your spread bracket breakdown, but why not take 10 minutes and just bomb through the brackets and who you think is going to win? Okay, we addressed it at the start. Brackets, some of you are still playing them out of obligation, but how's your bracket look right now with all the upsets? Destroyed. With Princeton and Fairleigh Dickinson, two one seeds are out, two two seeds are out. How's your bracket doing? It's destroyed. You would have liked us to rifle off 10 minutes worth of picks to throw it in the garbage, rip up your bracket, hit delete, delete, delete. Yeah, all I'll tell you, not to be a dick, uh, we're not catering to you. I can't be all things to all people. This podcast is a sports betting pod, and realistically, yeah, you may as well be 70, dude. No one's playing brackets. It doesn't matter. It's like why I don't do horse racing every day or horse racing every week, et cetera. So people do want more of that, by the way. I'm not going to go through all those, but people are like, hey, don't, don't miss too many weeks. We're not. We like this stuff. You're not. I was out of town. I cut a pod from the goddamn hotel room to make sure you guys had stuff. I'm not telling you this to make you feel bad. I'm just passing along. People like what you're doing with the horse racing. It's supposed to be a moment of encouragement, Mike. I need a cocktail. People like the content. I need a fucking cocktail. Let's wrap on this. We will have content this week. Uh, Get Kenny back on some hockey picks. We'll have it. Well, uh, Kenny's on uh, on a cruise right oh, now. So oh, that's right. Never mind. Sit tight on that. I'll maybe I have a hockey player too this week. Oh, first power play point while smiling. <laughs> no, I've, dro- I've dropped that whole deal. But I have something else I've been tinkering with. We may debut that. We'll have Evan on golf. Evan on golf, and we'll get to like official plays for this week's yeah. games. We'll lock in Wednesday and Friday. Uh, Friday will be nice because we'll know the matchups for Saturday. Yeah. Um, we'll have golf. Um, we are going to do a Masters Megapod when the time is right. I'll probably have some horse racing for you later in the week. 
And yeah, I mean, we got to clean it up. That was a really rough first round. And if you if you crushed it, I'm happy for you. I don't spite anybody. But it's like, no shit. We didn't have a good Thursday. At least a BGB hit. And it's 10 and 1. I mean, Kostelok and BGB both hit. So the games we felt the strongest about were winners. I'll take it. Friday, Saturday, and a little bit of sprinkled on Sunday for me. If it was just Friday, Saturday, Sunday, been fine. Been okay. Like we said, maybe 55%. You know, game here or there, you're on the right side of things. Thursday just fucking sucked. Is what it is. It sucks. We move and, on. Uh, yeah, we'll do. We'll try to do better. We'll try to be better for you. I know we disappointed you. Uh, cash ticket podcast at gmail.com. You can keep the feedback coming. Keep the reviews coming too. Good, bad, ugly. Well, like we said earlier, with these people that bomb restaurants they hate and these businesses live off of ratings and reviews, it's a belief I have. Like, leave more positive reviews on businesses that you do like because these places are fighting an uphill battle as is. So we appreciate when you guys drop a five-star. Yeah, it's cool. A nice review. And you guys are pretty thoughtful in the stuff you write. So keep that stuff coming. We'll make it happen. We'll try to be better. Do the best we can on it. And whatever you do, don't be a moron. Make sure you're betting responsibly. Uh, that's why I signed myself out. Thank God I didn't bet Texas A&M for that reason because, <laughs> whoa, buddy. Then it just was cocktail time. Yeah. No more bets. All right. We'll talk to you guys on Wednesday. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.